Welcome to Transmissions Alt Mode, where we look at the latest comics and other media featuring the Transformers. In this episode, we return to Transformers Earthspark as we review episodes 3 and 4 of the newest Transformers cartoon series. Today is Friday, January 27th, 2023, and this is episode 322 of Transmissions Alt Mode. Welcome to Transmissions Alt Mode, the podcast that never thought Bumblebee would ask Megatron for advice on leadership. I'm your host, Charles, a.k.a. Big C, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team, Jeremy, a.k.a. Yakko. Hey, how's it going? And Daryl, the Cybertronian Beast. Howdy. Let's talk Transformers. As always, we start off the show by thanking our Donatrions, those lovely people who support us on Patreon and PayPal. Thank you all so much for your continued support. We really appreciate it, and it is what keeps us going. If you are not a Donatrion and would like to become one, just go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support, and that's where you can sign up. And uh, this week, we welcome two new Donatrions to the fold. So thank you so much to Nathan. And Clint, Nathan joined as a talk back to us uh, supporter and has signed up for a full year. So thank you, Nathan, for your trust in us. And Clint has become a duly appointed supporter of the Transmissions podcast. So that's a that's a pretty significant level. And he's a returning Donatron just uh, came back over the holidays, joined the Discord again, got back into listening to the podcast and has now signed up for the Donatron again and uh, we really appreciate it so Clint thank you for coming back welcome back and it's great to have you and thanks for your support yeah now of course when you become a Donatron you get some benefits some perks there's some merchandise at the higher level but of course there's also a bunch of bonus content chief among them is our bonus show we like big bots that's done by that guy right there Daryl and Dr. Pants. So uh, they take us through all the the universe of big bots in the in the Transformers universe. We've got nine episodes out already, so you can go back through them. If you're a new Donatron, you can go binge them right now and look at look at them all through the Patreon page. Uh, and we've got new ones coming, so we've got another one coming next week. Uh, so look forward to that. And. Uh, you know, we will try to keep them coming uh, as as much as we can, as as long as Dr. Pants and Daryl can keep it going, they'll keep coming. So uh, there's an awful lot of big bots out there. <laughs> and the tra- Hasbro keeps making more of them. So we shouldn't mm-hmm. hopefully we shouldn't run out. <laughs> all right. So that's uh, all on our Patreon page. Also, we've got our Transformers Live Play RPG podcast. That is Empire of Rust. This week, we have our bonus uh, uncut version of the next episode. That's episode 94, Docking Bay 94. So this week, you have access to that if you are a Donatron. Of course, the regular version of that episode is coming out this Monday, january 30th so if you are not a donatron you can still listen to the main episode as it comes out but if you are a donatron you've got that bonus early access with all the extra content left in there so enjoy that and uh, keep listening let us know what you think 
Okay, uh, this week we've got uh, a review to talk about. Uh, sadly, no comics yet, but we do have a TV show review for you. So let's get into that right now. This week, we're getting back into reviews. So we've got two episodes of Transformers Earthspark. Remember that? <laughs> So uh, we're getting back into reviewing that show. Uh, we did episodes one and two back in November when it premiered. So uh, we figured we'd uh, go through a few more episodes, uh, maybe go through the, the whole season uh, as we do in, in, you know, in, a, in a few episodes. So this week we're going to tackle episodes three and four. Episode three is uh, sponsored by DairyCon moving <laughs> in. Yes, I think it's it's Wisconsin approved. <laughs> and episode four is House Rules. So uh, these two episodes, so the first two episodes of Earthspark did a good job, I think, of introducing the characters. We are introduced to the world uh, as you know the Transformers world in this particular cartoon. We get uh, we get Optimus, we get Megatron, Alita One, and uh, Bumblebee. We get a little bit, uh, but. As he is not the main character in those first two episodes, but here in episodes three and four, we really cement Bumblebee as his mentor role uh, for taking care of the Malto family and the new Terran Transformers. And he's he's put in charge of basically uh, teaching them how to be Transformers and training them to become future Autobots. And. Uh, also, this is, you know, this combines with the family dynamic of the Malto family with Twitch and Thrash, the new newly created Transformers, and then the human family of uh, Mo and uh, Dot, Alex, Mo, and I forget the boy. <laughs> um, Robbie. Robbie. Yeah, there you go. So um, those are our main characters. And these two, these two episodes are, are kind of, they're... They're not quite action packed. I mean, well, let's we'll take them one by one. So episode three is moving in has to do with a lot of cows. There's a lot of cows in this episode. Uh, I as when uh, when Twitch was uh, very enamored with the uh, the little fluffy ears cow, uh, I couldn't help but uh, think back to the Simpsons episode Lisa the Vegetarian, where Lisa goes to the petting zoo and falls in love with the little baby sheep. And then that evening at dinner, Marge makes lamb chops for dinner. <laughs> and you're harshly reminded that we eat these things, even though they're very cute. We we eat them. So I I, I couldn't help thinking of that watching this episode. How they're so worried about saving these cows, but the, these are livestock. These are you know these are not pets. I don't know what you're talking about, Charles. My my food comes from the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway you know that aside it's, it's it's a it's a cute episode i mean it's it the you see how bumblebee it's it's all about bumblebee joining the malto family and being a little bit uh you know unsure of how to train the new terran transformers and how he he seeks out advice from his mentor optimus prime about how he can train these uh these new recruits but he can never get Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime is, is always out and on voicemail and, and has other people picking up his line. Uh, so he gets he gets some advice from Megatron and Alita One. Uh, and then when he finally does re reach Optimus Prime, he realizes he 
the advice, the good advice was inside him all along. So he actually didn't need <laughs> Optimus's help after all. Um, but uh, I, you know, it's it's uh, it, it's introduced. It's this was definitely more Bumblebee focused. So it introduced us to Bumblebee. Bumblebee voiced by Danny Pudi, who uh, you might re- remember from Community. He was out Abed on Community, so that's uh, that's uh, his main claim to fame. Uh, and he does a good job as the voice of Bumblebee here. I thought it was is was, um, you know, he's he uh, he's was uh, pretty well done. Uh, it's. <laughs> I, I couldn't help also, you know, uh, when he's introduced, you know, he's speeding down the highway and doing all, you know, looking at how fast he can go. I was, I was thinking, I kept thinking, this is hot rod. This is not really Bumblebee's style. You know, Bumblebee's not really the guy who's the speed freak or trying to, you know, show off how, uh, how fast he is or how, what his moves are. That's more a hot rod thing, but, uh, you know, it's a different universe, different, uh, you know, Slightly different character here. Uh, also, I you know I kept thinking about um, you know some of the background lore. They mentioned like briefly that Bumblebee is in hiding, and he's you know he's for some reason they faked his death, so you know don't know why he's you know he's hiding out and not like just publicly with the Autobots, and also not doing a very good job of hiding because people kind of like i mean we'll see that in the next episode people kind of know where he is discover where he is and it's not really remarked on but you know maybe maybe the lore will get expanded in uh, later later in this season or even in season two so we'll see uh but uh you know i overall it's, it's a it's a i think it's a pleasant kids episode not a whole lot of action it's you know it's more introducing us to mumblebee and you know, okay, it's fine. Uh, Daryl, uh, I'm guessing this was not a this was not a you know an aw- super awesome episode for you. But what did you think? I mean, I I enjoyed it fine. Um, I did come up with a couple couple issues for myself. Um, one, um, at the beginning of the episode, uh, Jeremy, I don't know whether you can bring it up there. But uh, if you just want to run it from like the 32nd mark uh, in the episode, um, you can bring up the clip. Um, Yeah. So Bumblebee's flying down the road next to this train and he, he's a, he shifts it into high gear and jumps in the back of this truck jumps over the train and lands on another road that is running parallel to this train track. But the road is not on the other side of the train anymore. So <laughs> I have a big problem with that. So the road yeah. that he's on at the start of the episode, he, he uses to with a truck to jump over a train and land on another road that's running parallel to the train as well. And then the existing road isn't there anymore. And if you can play that again, you will see what I'm talking about. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, the only thing that I could come up with, you can play that again. Go ahead. Uh, is that, see, there it goes, jumping over the train and again on the road. And then as you see it, as he drives away, no road on the yeah. other side. And so you would think that, yeah, where the the truck go? <laughs> Where's the truck? And and the only thing that I could think of is that 
okay, there's a railway crossing that the truck has to stop at and he didn't want Bumblebee didn't want to stop. Well, you got to show that maybe, or show that maybe do a little scene of like, you know, just the, the, the railway crossing ahead. There is a railway. That's why he's jumping. There's a a railway crossing right here, but there's no road over there. It's a road that goes into the trees. It's, I noticed it right away when I was watching it, but this is my adult eyes looking at it thinking, and my adult driver eyes watching it. Like, why is he jumping it? Oh, he's jumping it to get to the road. There's no reason to get to the road on the other side. Cause he's on a road already. Oh, okay. So it, it made no sense to me. Second problem I found, uh, which is no problem for me really, but it's a problem for Hasbro is that, uh, is, is, uh, Bumblebee or the dad Malto, I can't remember who says it, but um says something about them transforming. Oh, they used to transform. I was gonna bring it up. It was all yeah. throughout the episode. And I'm like, okay, all right, you're leaning into this in the show, but when you talk about the toys, it's convert. Right? So I'm like, okay, I noticed it here. Right, like I the think, whole episode was about transforming yeah, it, and like, the inability to transform. They seem to be able to use it in the cartoons and the movies, and and I think mm-hmm. he, even here they do they they use it like two or three times. They don't use it throughout the episode. Like you do hear them say, "I got to change form or change mode." So mm-hmm. maybe they got some but special compensation. At one they, point, Bumblebee was times. like, at one point, Bumblebee was like, "It's part of our name." Yeah, yeah. And, but he doesn't say transform. He said um, he says it's part of our name, but he doesn't say transform is part of our name. <laughs> yeah. Well, he does say the word transform. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah, so those were the two parts that I found that kind of stuck out to me really uh really blatantly. Other than that, I found the show to be kind of, you know, fun. It's you know, it's a kid's show. I'm not gonna come down too harsh on it. It's uh it's fun and the uh the characters are 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 you know, cute and clever. I, I enjoyed the, the, the cow stuff that was happening. It was mm-hmm. fine with me. You know, I didn't really, you know, I'm not looking at it, looking for, you know, you know, uh, I don't know, high level writing. I'm just looking for it for a fun, a fun show that my, my son will watch in a couple of years when he's capable of sitting still for five seconds. <laughs> um, so, but uh, other than that, it's a fun show and had a really nice little family message at the end, which uh, which is always good. And these and shows like this need to have the the family message or some kind of over overarching message to kind of bring the whole show together. Cool. Jeremy, what did you think? Yeah, I mean, this wasn't my favorite that I've seen. I've only seen up to these four at this point because I'm trying to keep up with when we review them but i'll probably change that and just blow through the rest of them but this one definitely didn't have the energy of the first two and like you even pointed out that's you know the first one had to set up everything but i thought this was good in you're you're trying to portray bumblebee as coming back into a team setting from being by himself for so long and 
it did play that up a lot and I thought it, it got that across really well. Um, I like the, the cow stuff and they really, they, they did a lot of show, but not tell with, with some of the cow stuff. Like when the cows escaped, I don't think they really went too far into, you know, Oh, there's a hole in the fence and you don't see any cows. And then they're like, like, you know, the cows are all on the loose. We have to get them. I thought that was really good. Cause you know, with a lot of other shows, they would have gone, they would have played that overboard. And I, I just, I enjoyed the storytelling, even if I didn't enjoy the story as much on some of the beats, uh, the cow, the cow stuff. I thought I really did enjoy though. Um, the, See what was the other? Oh, the all of the the bumblebee products and stuff, and they mentioned like the walkie talkies with the eyebrows and stuff. I'm like, bumblebee doesn't have any eyebrows. You're like showing his face, and there's no <laughs> eyebrows. <laughs> and I mean, I think the whole thing was like at the end, you saw him smile, and that matched the facial expression more, but still no eyebrows. <laughs> um, but I, I did think it was funny when he asked for when the dad asked for the autograph, and it looks like bumblebee is just gonna blast them. But he just does this focused thing to do his signature. You know, just little bits of humor there that I thought were funny. Um, some nice product placement with Hasbro with their games, like Twister and stuff. Um, but I, I, I don't know. It, it wasn't until, like, the end that I was really kind of getting into it when, like, um, was it Twitch that was stuck on the rails? Like when she had to save the calf and yeah, yeah. she got That's... stuck and had to transform and was having problems. I thought that that segment was really good in terms of building tension and, and mm-hmm. the action. Uh, the animation I thought was done pretty well throughout. Um, it is kind of jarring seeing like the, the 2d animation on top of the 3d, like, like smoke effects and stuff is all 2d i like that stuff it, i thought it looked good i mean i'm not saying it doesn't look good it's just a little jarring to me and, and in the next episode i'm gonna point out just something else that just threw me out of it but in this episode i thought it was pretty handled pretty well and i i'm still i'm really liking all these characters um but i'm still at this point optimus prime is still just seems like a, a real jerk <laughs> i mean <laughs> You know, Megatron is coming off as the more likable character between the two. So, yeah. uh, and then Alita One also is, seems very likable from her brief scene here, but Optimus Prime just seems like a jerk. So, I'm not sure where they're going to go with that, but, you know, it's just from the three episodes here, that's what I'm coming, coming away with. Yeah, that voicemail fake out. Leave that in the nineties. Before we, <laughs> <laughs> before we uh, go on to the next episode, I wanted to touch on the uh, the foot getting stuck. I got a strong eighty six movie callback to Starstream's foot getting stuck on that one. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you thought she was going to have to shoot her foot to get free? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, that was I figured was going to happen. They wouldn't do that in episode three. 
But yeah, I, I do now thinking back, I'm like, I did have those feelings. Yeah, I, I also liked uh, um, Alex's devotion to Bumblebee. I thought that was, you know, his, his kind of fan worship of Bumblebee. I thought that mm-hmm. was a, a nice, I mean, we, we introduced that in the, in the first episodes, but uh, to see to see a meeting as hero was very, very fun and cute. Yeah, awesome. but that also okay. Bumblebee having to live up to the legend of Bumblebee yeah. versus who he actually is, and you know that that was a nice little story arc for Bumblebee. Yeah, yeah, I'm still, and I, I still, I kind of really want an explanation as to what is going on with Bumblebee. Like why, why is he in hiding? Why do they say he's like, I guess the official story is he's gone or dead or sacrificed himself or something, but they like, he's got this reputation that he's got so much merchandise and product for, for him. So um, yeah, it just makes me curious, but uh, I think uh, overall, you know, it's, it's a fun episode. I, I really like Twitch and Thrash, the new, the new uh, robots, the new Transformers. Uh, I think their their char- their characterization is really fun, and seeing them, yeah, have trouble transforming, having a uh, you know performance anxiety here was was interesting, uh, and you know nice to see them at the end. And yeah, I agree. The animation is pretty well done. I I think. Um, in 20 years, uh, we won't have anybody uh, saying it's terrible animation. Probably, hopefully, uh, at least Daryl won't say that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe Daryl's son will say this animation yeah. is terrible. But it's not a hologram. <laughs> yeah, I have to use my eyes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, th- I think, uh, and I liked, uh, you know, uh, some of the details. I like, like for when. Um, when Twitch uh, is in is in her drone mode and she comes back to you know like fluffy ears and the cow doesn't recognize her and she's like oh wait let me transform so you can see who I am and then she can't transform but I thought that was a nice little detail yeah cow cows don't know about transformers so they're not going to recognize you when you're in your vehicle mode so I thought that was that was fun yeah so. all right well that was episode three of. Uh, Earth Spark. So episode four is a little bit more uh, action heavy, and this is House Rules. And in this episode, uh, we've got some Decepticon shenanigans going on here. Um, so this is, you know, in this episode, this is uh, Twitch and Thrash getting more integrated into the family dynamic. And, uh, you know, they realize that it's not all fun and games. So, you know, Dot, the mom, you know, the, the Malto matriarch, uh, she lays down the rules. I mean, she's a, you know, she's an, uh, a former uh, a former soldier, uh, you know, currently a, a park ranger slash ghost operative. So she's kind of, you know, the in charge person here. So she, you know, she lays down the, the, the house rules. Uh, and that's where the episode comes from. And. You know, of course, uh, uh, Twitch is fine. Twitch is kind of the like the the rule follower. She likes to, you know, she she definitely responds to the the chore chart sticker sheet. You know that, and that's uh, if uh, if you have if you have kids, you know that some kids respond really well to that, you know, incentive reward structure thing, and some kids kind of 
it just bounces off of them and they have to learn everything the hard way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, and then that's what we have here with Twitch. Twitch immediately takes to it, but thrash is like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not down with your chore chart. Go, go show someone else. I, you know, I'm, I'm about, uh, let's, let's push the boundaries, break the rules and, and just have fun. And that gets him in trouble. But, uh, you know, of course, at the end, he learns a lesson that, uh, you know, sometimes rules are, are there to protect you and, and keep you safe and, and not just to take your fun away. And some kids have to learn that lesson the hard way. And, uh, uh, I liked, um, uh, and they, you know, they in the middle of the episode they get in trouble with Swindle. I liked Swindle using them for his own ends. He's a you know Swindle, of course, uh, from way back in G one has been always been the, the Decepticon who is a uh, you know uh, uh, just con artist, the you know, double dealing person. It's kind of and, his name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's in the name. It's all, it does what it says on the tin. <laughs> uh, and he he's 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 swindling them again in this episode. So you know he's swindles actually looking for uh, his fellow Decepticon Hardtop. He actually calls him his brother. I guess uh, you know that's uh, a little interesting detail there. And uh, the ghost doesn't have a uh, Hardtop because uh, he was. Um, or no, no. I can, I think they did. They did in in the. The first yeah, two episodes. That's right. They got him back after they they rescued him from Mandroid. Um, but he but Swindle doesn't know where he is. But he sees Ghost has some Energon detection equipment that they're transporting uh, in a in a truck. And if he can steal that, he can use that to help him find Hardtop. But it's Energon shielded, and he, you know he can't break through that Energon shield. But the shield only works on bots and humans can walk right through it. So that, that was an interesting detail that we got at the end of the episode. Um, I liked uh, how Swindle, since he sees uh, thrash, he doesn't recognize him as a new transformer. So he's like, Oh, here's a, here's a mark I can, uh, I can, you know, run some game on and, and convince him to help me. And uh, it, it was, it was pretty fun. I I think Swindle kind of played this pretty perfectly for most of the episode. Like he gets, he, he wins their confidence of, of thrash and Mo. He convinces them that he's their friend. He goes back to their house and then, um, you know, gets into it with Bumblebee. It even turns that to his, his van. He's like, Bumblebee attacked me. I was, I'm peaceful now. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to, and you know, Bumblebee, of course, cause he had Bumblebee's immediate, like that's Swindle. I got to take him out. Uh, so Swindle uses that to it to his advantage. He does everything right, and then at the very end, he kind of like immediately throws that out the window. He's like, "Okay, kid, get the thing for me, or I'll shoot you." And it's like you could you 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 had finessed them the whole episode, and at the very end of the episode, you're like, "Ah, I'm tired of this finessing thing. I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna threaten you." to get what I want. It was, uh, it was, it was interesting. That third act, he kind of immediately turned around as soon as they like questioned him a little bit. He's like, eh, I'm tired of this. <laughs> I'm just going to threaten you. Um, he realized the episode was almost over. <laughs> <laughs> Clear, clearly. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I think this, uh, this was a, f- a fun episode. The, uh, giving us the the kind of the trope of the the bad guy pretending to be good to win the you know to get under the to convince the naive characters 
that they're that he's friendly, but he really wasn't. And you know, everything resolved itself, and they're still grounded at the end because they broke the rules. But they was it learned for, the like lesson. eighty years? <laughs> Something <laughs> like that. <laughs> it's fine. Next episode, they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I thought I thought this was a fun episode. I I, I like this episode better than uh, the episode three, and also liked having Swindle here, having a Decepticon in the mix. Also, we get a little bit more on the state of the Decepticons. Like uh, Dot in particular says, "Yeah, Decepticons are fine as long as they're not, you know, wrecking shit. <laughs> if they if they want to be peaceful, it's fine. But uh, you can't, uh, you know." If you're a criminal, then we got to take you down. So I also liked in the beginning, they have capture the flag and, and Mo and thrash are very into being Decepticons. And then Robbie and Twitch are very into like being Autobots and Robbie's like you Decepticreeps all, you know, those, mm-hmm. you know, shout out to Decepticreeps on the discord. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it was a, it was a fun episode. Uh, Jeremy, what did you think? Uh, yeah, I enjoyed this one more than the last one. Like, just from the more action we had, and just uh, Swindle, I think is a great character. And a lot of times, it seems it doesn't really work that well when you see like naive characters being played for marks, like you know he does here. But you know, these are literally kids so of course you know they're more easily taken advantage of and i i thought it it worked well um i i towards the end i liked when um he he knocked off that wheel from uh thrash was it it thrash yeah Yeah. thrash yeah and you know when she picked it up i'm like what's that gonna do and then it changed I, I realized it was for like the the sidecar, but it turned into like a shield. And I, I thought that was, you know, a neat way to kind of have them work together in a more believable fashion. You know, because obviously how, she's not going to do anything. How did she up pick it up? Well, okay. <laughs> Mass shifting. It was. It, it didn't weigh it, anything until it transformed. Yeah. Right. Okay. Even a wheel it weighs a lot. Yeah, but. This is a Cybertronian wheel. Oh right, right. Okay, they got a weird little metal. <laughs> and, and her her yeah. little wrist thing probably helped. Super strength. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. So, <laughs> but anyway, I, 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 you know, I appreciated the the fact that that can also be a shield because I don't know if we've seen that before, and I'm sure that'll come up. Yeah, again. I don't think I don't think so. Yeah, but um, it worked. At, I think. That that part played really well. Uh, the mom character is or dot is really relatable in terms of you know laying down the law and the kids don't want to hear it. They don't understand why the rules are in place. And you know I, I get that a lot from my own kid when we're like you know clean this up and he's like I don't see why we have to clean. Cleaning is so boring. And we're like yeah no one wants to do it. <laughs> so. It it seems like a good episode though. My my kid watching this just whatever right said. <laughs> um, uh, let's see the, the capture of flag thing was was fun. 
and having played many, many capture the flag games as a kid, you know, it was nice seeing that just, you know, reminds me of, of good memories and, you know, I, it's a fun game. So, uh, the one, the thing that really kind of did take me out of this, though, uh, I mentioned in the for the last episode review, I'm going to play a little bit of this here. At t- at times, uh, particularly this scene here at the beginning with the um, them cooking, this just looked like in a little bit. Just the way this animated look or animation looks here, and. I don't know what it is about this particular scene. It just, the 3d was more, I don't know. It just seemed more out of place. Whereas later, you know, in other spots, it's fine. It just, it seemed more kind of like claymation in this scene. So I don't know. It was just weird. I, I agree with you, Jeremy. Those sausages were very uncanny Valley. If, if sausages can be uncanny Valley, oh. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't even, I mean, the sausages too, but like, here, let me bring this back up here. Like, just the way, I think maybe the way the light's playing off of his shirt and mm-hmm. and, and the hair and stuff. I don't know. It just, it seemed really odd. Though, I mean, you know, I do, I do appreciate all the work, like just seeing this now as a still image, all the work that they've put into filling out the house, you know, the, normally with you know, cartoons, you don't see a lot of the detail, like the books on the shelf and stuff. I mean, why would you do that? It just, it makes it feel more lived in. So that part I do appreciate, but I I think the, you know, I'm look, I'm interested in finding more about the ghost faction or that that ghost group and bring that picture back up. Okay. You live in a house with a single child let alone two and you expect them to have a, a kitchen that's that clean. <laughs> yeah. That, that is a, not a, a chance. They just moved in. They just moved in. Right. Where are the boxes? <laughs> right. So, they got, yeah. They got nothing on the counters. I can't, I, I can't keep my kitchen clean, let alone get it this clean. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. So, yeah. But anyway, that's my thoughts on the episode. All right, Daryl. Anything other than kitchen Uh, critique? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, this one was a little bit more action heavy. um, But really, my biggest takeaway was it was just Swindle. Swindle was just a great character. Um. I I really liked the way that uh, they played him off. They didn't mention anything about him having a, like a team around him. Nothing about you know the Combaticons or anything like that. Just Swindle has top. has yeah, just just hard to just. I mean, Swindle has elevated beyond the Combaticons to become this this character in and of himself, and he's looking for hardtop. So that's it's it's great, and and the Swindle character in this show is really really great so yeah i'm i'm really glad that the way they've done it and and the way that they played them off and you know there's a there's a a lot of starscream in there too i mean there's uh you know swindle and starscream even in g1 shared a lot of the same personality traits 
but Starscream was just more po- popular, so they 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 just gave him more more lines. But Swindle here is is a very awesome character, and I'm glad that uh, he's getting the chance to shine here in 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 an early episode. Um, the uh, I liked how you know Bumblebee is he's still you know protecting them and stuff like that. It was it was a fun episode. I mean, had a lot more action. Um, I really don't have a lot more to say. I just, I was really enthralled with the, the way that Swindle had, uh, had characterization on that. Cool. Yeah, this definitely was a standout for, uh, for Swindle. I mean, this is, this was, this kind of, uh, puts to rest some of my, the fears I had before Earthspark premiered that they weren't gonna have, like any Decepticon presence, uh, you know, other than other than Megatron, and Megatron has switched sides. So, um, it's nice to see. I mean, we got in the first two episodes, we got a we got a little bit of Swindle and Hardtop as well, uh, and we had other Decepticons too. So, and going for, later in the season, I believe there are more Decepticons show up. So, it's just nice to see that and and more Autobots too. Other Autobots show up too. So, it's nice to see the cast expanding a little bit. Um, you even had Alita one in this episode again, even though I don't think she spoke. It was mm-hmm. just seeing her from a distance. Yeah. And yeah, so uh, and Optimus Prime and Megatron are not in this episode at all. So you know, it's good to good to take the focus. Like, I mean, that's something that I think Transformers can be is like you can have. I mean, I know. From Hasbro's point of view, you want to hit your key characters, Optimus, Megatron, Bumblebee, Starscream, Soundwave, etc. But I think you can, uh, Transformers is such a big ensemble cast, you can have episodes that just focus on like other characters and give them a chance to shine. And mm-hmm. here you get that with Swindle. So I mean, You want to sell the toys. Yep. So focus on those characters. Yep. I, I do really like, um, we mentioned this on the episode three but the the fact that they're playing the decepticons as you know basically just another group of people there are some good ones some bad ones i i think that's really good that they're bringing that into this level of show where you know Mm -hmm. we've seen that in the comics you know for years and you know it's just a more kind of modern way to look at things there's good and bad from every group and you know, I, I'm interested to see how that plays out. You know, if Megatron stays the way he is, kind of redeemed as a, you know, a good Decepticon. Mm-hmm. Yep. And again, the animation was really well done. Uh, I liked uh, Swendel's design, his character design, his alt mode design were pretty cool. And uh, he did. You do get to see him transform several times in the episode. So you know, I'm all I'm all for having Transformers transform in the cartoons as much as possible. So thought that was cool. And uh, Swindle was voiced by Nolan North, who nice. is uh, the voice of uh, Drake and Skylinks. Yes. Skylinks in Transformers Prime. Yes. <laughs> and uh Transformers show, Charles. Tra- and smoke Transformers screen. Show. And yes. But 
he's more popularly known as Nathan Drake in the Drake's, uh, you know, Uncharted series of video games. He's a I, very I never played that. Never, never heard of it. <laughs> he's big. He's well known as a video game voice artist as well. Yeah. So Tom Holland. No, 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 Daryl. <laughs> That's the live action version. Oh. <laughs> All right. I think we can wrap things up here. Um, so that is episode three and four of Transformers Earthspark. We will uh, continue the series and review some more episodes in coming weeks. Uh, and, uh, you know, let us know what you think of Transformers Earthspark. Did you binge them all uh, back when it premiered in November? Are you still watching it? Are you taking your time? Or did you bounce off it completely and, and didn't feel the need to go back to it? So uh, let us know. All right. Well, uh, that's our review. So we will finish up the show with a little bit of feedback. Okay. So we did get uh, some feedback from our friend DJ Ronan on the discord. And uh, he had a a little uh, note for us about last week's uh, transmissions alt mode. Uh, and admittedly, it was a very short episode last week. We didn't have a lot of content. So uh, DJ Ronan says, uh, you know, he, he says, I understand that without media, movie, TV show, comic, it is difficult to fill an alt mode episode, but I would like to break down this week's show. And he broke it down. Yeah, we had uh, we had about uh, seven minutes of uh, content in a 16 minute podcast. So uh, he said, no. Eh, Seems like that's that's doesn't really cross the bar for an alt mode episode, and he's suggesting maybe we should roll it back into if weeks that we don't have enough content for a full alt mode episode, roll it back into the main show. Um, and uh, you know, I I I will agree that we were very light last week. Um, Hasbro. <laughs> But uh, and uh, and actually, DJ Ronan, thank you. You're I, I think uh, you kickstarted us back because we did talk about doing going back and reviewing other things uh, to you know fill the gap as we're waiting for news on the Transformers comics license. But we, you know, it's you know beginning of the year. We were you know just kind of a little bit a little bit taking it easy and hadn't planned to review. So you know. You, you kickstarted us, so we got we're getting back into reviews. So you know, thanks DJ Ronan for the kick in the butt. Uh, but we are we are keeping alt mode separate. I think we're you know, and the le- the numbering they the numbering has to stay consistent. I I can't I can't do a week off of alt mode and then the numbers get out of sync. That's just going to kill me. So we got to <laughs> keep doing separate episodes. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> so, so it looks like we won't be taking a week off if there's just nothing to do. No, nah, we're you got to have something. <laughs> um, but we hope. I mean, at least with this episode, I hope this was uh, you know this was interesting. We we reviewed two episodes of Earth Spark, so this will probably wind up being like a forty or fifty minute show uh, after it's edited. So, are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? <laughs> really, I think we just need a whole bunch of people to send them feedback. That Daryl needs to watch Beast Wars. <laughs> Put the pressure on them. You guys are killing me here. 
I second that emotion. <laughs> there we go. That's one. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, DJ Ronan, for writing in. And, uh, you know, thank you for the suggestion. We appreciate it. Okay, well, uh, that takes us to the end of this episode of Transmissions Alt Mode. As always, we end the show with a shout-out to our Masterpiece Donatrons. So thank you once again to John Forex Levengood and Demon Tech 82 You are the guys who contribute at our highest level on Patreon, and we really appreciate that, which is why we give you a mention in every episode. So thank you for your continued support. And uh, do remember, we are still partnering with our friends at ToyHacks.com. So if you have any labels or stickers you want to get for your Transformers toys at ToyHacks.com, remember to use our promo code TM1234. That's TM1234, and you will get 15% off your entire order at ToyHacks.com. And tell them Transmission sent you. That's what the oh, code yeah. does. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that'll do it for this episode of Transmissions Alt Mode. Thanks, everyone, for watching and listening. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Later. Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash Discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time. Transmissions.